Our next guest here on the WPTF Morning Show, former TV meteorologist. He has a big name here in Raleigh. Greg Fischel joins us. Greg, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for joining us here on WPTF. I want to get your take uh, because you are a mastermind, obviously, when it comes to, to weather uh, you've been doing this for a very long time, but I want to get your take on uh, this past weekend, Friday, uh, yeah. huge tornado outbreak across parts of the South and the Midwest. I, I'm originally from Indiana, and the Hoosier State cool. got hit hard on Friday, and I got a lot of friends, a lot of people I know out there that that have been impacted by this weather. But it, it makes me wonder because it feels like over the last, I don't know, five, ten years that tor- tornado alley has kind of shifted in a way like people originally would think like kansas but now it's it, it's like that missouri illinois indiana kentucky the ohio valley is that fair to say do you, would you agree with that yeah to, at least to some degree there has have been a lot of studies that have been done that indicate that the as you mentioned the traditional tornado alley is not you know the only place that these kind of things are going on and and the thing about it is you can look back through history and, you know, find other big outbreaks, like you might remember, uh, or at least know of, the uh, super outbreak uh, back in the early 70s that affected like 15 states and killed 300 people. And, yeah. uh, you know, so it's one of those things where, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody, where if something hasn't happened in the last five or 10 years, it tends to sort of drift away from our memory. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and then we see something, you know, cataclysmic like this and we say, Oh my gosh, you know, has, has that ever happened before? It's been a long time. Uh, but, uh, you can look back through history and, and find examples of similar things, but, but you're right. The, uh, the studies have been done and they do indicate that there's a little bit of a geographical shift. What about North Carolina? Uh, I mean, how vulnerable is our area to to these types of tornado outbreaks? Well, there is a, like a secondary tornado alley, quote unquote, if you will, that runs east of the Appalachian Mountains, and the same thing that makes uh, it favorable for tornadoes in the plains, being just east of the Rockies, uh, also makes it uh, favorable in the Piedmont and the coastal plain east of the Appalachians. It's just that. The Appalachians aren't as tall as the Rockies, and so the effect is not quite as as, as big. Uh, but I can remember uh, when I first got to Raleigh in the early '80s. I think we averaged 12 tornadoes a year in the state, and now it's much higher. But that isn't all because more tornadoes are occurring. It's just that you know people have cameras now on their phone, and you know we can document and observe these things like we've never been able to do it before. Uh, so some of it is because of that. It isn't the weather changing. It's our ability to, to see the weather and to document it. So it's just, it's just more reports of it actually yeah. happening. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. What you, so, uh, you, you mentioned, yeah. you know, tornado alley east of, east of the Rockies and another one east of the Appalachian mountains. Can you break it down to the average person? Why that happens? Why tornadoes happen in those specific areas? Yeah, one of the reasons is that um, when you have elevated uh, terrain, like in other words, uh, the top of the Rockies or the top of the Appalachians, then that air or the or the, at the ground level, it's going to heat up, you know, because the sun's going to heat the ground, and then that air is going to float eastward um, over areas east of the of the Rockies and the Appalachians, and the 
the lapse rate. I'm trying to make sure that I make this try to make this understandable. The rate at which the temperature decreases as you go up, right from that elevated area of warm temperatures and above, the lapse rate is very very steep. And the steeper the lapse rate, the stronger the updrafts and thunderstorms. And, uh, and the strength of the updraft has a lot to do with whether or not you get rotation within that thunderstorm. So does that, does that make any sense at all? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a tough thing to describe, you know, uh, on the radio. I wish I had a piece of paper I could sketch. Yeah, to kind of draw it for us, yeah. Greg Fischel, a big name here in Raleigh when it comes to weather. A lot of our listeners remember uh, seeing you on TV all these years. What have you been up to lately? Well, the uh, the biggest thing is that, uh, or at least for me personally, is that uh, I was having dinner with my two sons last summer, and they asked me if I ever heard of something called Patreon, and I hadn't. And so it turns out it's a service or a platform where you can um, basically – produce a product, whatever you want to produce, and then uh, charge a subscription fee for it. And so I do one weather video a day, uh, Monday through Friday, and uh, there's a a very, very nominal fee for that. And uh, so it's gotten me back in touch with the weather. I feel like my passion for the weather has been reborn (laughs) uh, because I really look forward to doing this every day. And uh, it's, um, and, and then I also do two bonus education videos a week and it's a slightly higher rate for that but not much um and so it's been fun and you know it it generates um generates a little bit of income i'm certainly not going to be able to build any yachts or anything like that (laughs) Uh, but uh but it's fun and uh and, and as you well you may or may not know that you know when you get older then uh you have to figure out creative ways to to keep money coming in so um it helps a little bit with that but, and it's also just a ton of fun. I just enjoy doing it. He is Greg Fischel. Greg, thanks so much for uh, joining us and, and breaking down uh, the, the tornado news. And uh, unfortunately, it sounds like uh, a lot of those areas might be hit again either today or tomorrow. So uh, we'll, yeah, we'll so keep an eye on that. there's a big risk in the nation's midsection today. Uh, fortunately, by the time that same system gets here uh, on the late Thursday and Thursday night, it should be in a much weakened state. And we're going to have a big temperature swing this weekend. I mean, we're going to go from 80s on Thursday to 50s for highs on Saturday. So uh, that's going to be a little bit of a, a rude awakening. Yeah. So enjoy today and tomorrow while you can in the uh, the mid-upper 80s here around the Triangle. Greg, thanks so much. Hey, we'll talk with you later. Yeah. Can I tell you one more thing? Absolutely. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I just uh, wanted to give you some news. Do you know there's a meteorologist running for president next year? No. Yeah, even though he runs a high-pressure campaign, he never puts up a front. (laughs) (laughs) Meteorologist and comedian Greg Fischel here on the WPTF Morning Show. Uh, Greg, thanks so much. We're looking forward to talking to you again sometime soon. That sounds great. Have a great day. (laughs) You too.